are now listening to What the Bell with me, Bell. Come along and join me as I bring you on wild turn and twist of adventures from life's lessons, love advice, and just the pursuit of living your best damn life with a little sprinkle of gossip and positivity to sit back, relax, and grab your hot tea because here we go. Let's start the show. Hey guys, hey, it's me. I'm back. Guys, okay, now this is my fourth time. Okay, not really full time, but like 2.5. Yeah, 2.5 times two and a half. Okay, whatever. I, you know, I can't speak right sometimes. Um, So anyway, I've recorded this almost two and a half times already. And um, yeah, it was giving me very much broke vibes, very much you don't know what you're doing vibes. The audio was like, it sucked ass guys like it was not okay who's messaging me right now jesus i just saw a message come up on my instagram and i'm like oh sorry it was from the uh podcast page i was like um excuse me guys busy literally working okay anyway guys how's it going oh my god so real quick updates um i ended up going to the austin latina blogger event which y'all know i was very like i don't know if i want to go the Delta variant thing, but you know, your girl is vaxxed and I always stay masked. So that's what I did. I went ahead and went, met so many beautiful souls, so many beautiful women. There were a couple of men there, which was cool. You know, shame like, hey, come on out. So I'm going to highly recommend you guys on the next events I'm going to share. Y'all should totally come out. It was a lot of fun, met a lot of creatives. Actually, I was able to reconnect or not even reconnect because I still connect with them all the time. But Odie, get it together um was to actually see my um distributor my people my team who does all the shirts and stuff in my shop so I was glad her name's Jessica I was glad to um meet with Jessica it was great talked about some really cool things that are gonna be coming your way um speaking of cool things when you hear this um I may or may not be in Dallas Thursday Friday I will coming home Saturday but that leads me to like my breaking news that I talked about yesterday on um, Instagram Live, which is actually opening my own shop. That's right. It'll be called Sis Stop Shop. <laughs> um, it's going to be a boutique. What I'm catering to right now is mid-size to plus-size bodies. Men, don't worry. I'm coming for you guys. I just have to work on one thing at a time. But I've always been complimented on how I want to dress people and how I dress myself. And I do know that it, and men, let me know, like y'all should definitely have experience dealing with any woman in your life shopping to where it fucking sucks. Like, don't get me wrong. If you work out and you're able to get the flat tummy and shop at normal fucking boutiques and stores, yay, kudos. I used to be one of them. That was like the best time to shop. Now it's very hard. Why the hell does everything have to look like a box? Why do we have to wear moo's? Although I am going to say there's some moo's that are so fucking comfortable and I'm here for it. No. Okay. I digress. But yeah, I want everybody, especially my ladies, to be looking fly and feeling themselves. So guys, I will be in Dallas meeting with some designers some other creatives to go ahead and get this up and running. So guys, I'm going to be real, real busy. I only have the podcast, I have the shirt shop, and now I'm going to have this boutique thing, you know, getting off the ground. Y'all, show some love, show some love. Oh my God, what's going on with me? Show some love to your girl. And hey, if you can't purchase anything, share. Oh, might I add, um, it's going to be affordable, okay? Because look, <clears throat> you know, people can price their shit however they like to price their shit. Like I get it. Things take into account on how much you pay for it, what it's going to cost you to make, the shipping, all this and that. Trust me, I understand the back end. Let me just tell you, I know my people aren't fixing to pay $75 for a single shirt or a dress when they're on a budget. Like it better be like, I don't know. It's just a way for me to describe it. But guys, that's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> then I'm going to end up sounding like I'm bashing people and I'm not. But I just know that it's going to be quality. It's going to be like just, just, oh my God. I'm just like, I have so many thoughts in my head right now. That's why I can't even like fucking gather it. But like quality, affordability, and just stylish, like for the seasons. Come on now. We all like to look good, even if it's just sitting at home because COVID is a real thing still. Anyway, in that 
little notice of things, guys. I can't believe Pfizer is now officially approved. Um, just, you know, waiting for all these other excuses to not get vaccinated unless your doctor tells you not to, which is very minimal, especially only really saying that if you have um, pre-existing conditions that aren't yet tested, available, the research isn't there. Anyway, let's get off of that because everybody hears that everywhere else. And right now we don't need to be talking about that. We need positivity. We need fun. We need laughter. So guys, with that being said, Stay tuned for After Dark after this, <laughs> because, oh my God, boy, did we talk a lot, and it's just thrown out there, like, mm. but guys, we have a full plate today, and you know, even though I'm serving it up like a snack, I like to go ahead and make sure y'all served a full fucking meal, so what we got today, and I don't ever really do this, I let y'all just go into it and see what the fuck's going on, or try to get it through the title or the um, description, but, or the quotes that I share. We're about to talk about setting family boundaries. Ooh, guys, that's a whole like can of worms. Then we need to go into this because I gave you guys options on what to choose because I had so many great topics to talk about. And I think they can all coincide with each other. So we got setting some family boundaries, knowing when you need to just give the fuck up and how to accept failure. And maybe I'll get into a little bit of workout and burnouts. But for the most part, it's going to seem kind of deep, but don't worry. I got you with some laughs, hopefully. Okay. I'm not here to, you know, tug at anybody's heartstrings and shit, but guys, let's get into our favorite little topic, celebrity. So Drake appears to have the last laugh after Kanye West appears to post his Toronto address online. Guys, I don't know if you saw that, but on Twitter a couple days ago this week, Kanye Yee actually shared Drake's Canadian residence, which if you're in the area... I'm sure it's a fucking gated community. Let's be real. Like Drake ain't just living off like ease all turf, you know, chilling and vibing anyway. Um, but jokes on Kanye, Drake wasn't home um, in a video in response to it. Uh, Drake shared a video of him driving around top down laughing about it, saying I'm not even home. Kanye had shortly deleted the address, but of course, you know, screen grabbers are going to grab and share it. Do you think he's going to move now? I don't know. Ye really needs to chill and get on this music because Donda, where you at? Like, I don't know. Had a talk with a friend already and we're like, feel like it may flop. I don't know. Hopefully he proves us wrong, but we're going to see. And in semi-related news, Kardashian news, if you are under a rock and do not know, Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner are having another baby. I think this is due to Caitlyn actually um, leaking it out at a toy shop a, a few weeks ago. TBH and yeah. Anyway, so baby number two is on the way for Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. I really don't see what she sees in him because he just look like you never get a bristle brush. Like when you, um, you know, really scrubbing a, a pan because there's some burnt shit on it and like I'm not saying he burnt but I'm saying like his hair um and I don't know I just the way he looks I I don't know maybe he's swinging maybe he's actually a very nice guy I'm being judgmental whatever anyway baby number two on the way some interesting news is Sofia Vergara you remember her from Modern Family right well two decades ago aka 20 years ago um Sofia was diagnosed with throat cancer which is in fucking insane right so she goes in and talks about, according to E! News, at 28 years old, during a routine doctor visit, my doctor felt a lump in my neck. They did lots of tests and finally told me I had thyroid cancer. Oops, I think I said throat cancer. I'm so sorry. Thyroid cancer. When you're young and you hear the word cancer, your mind goes to many places, but I tried not to panic and I decided to get educated. I read every book and found out everything I could about it. At the time of her diagnosis, the America's Got Talent judge was a single mom and starting out as an actress. It would take nine more years before she would land her place as Gloria on Modern Family. Vergara, now 49, ended up being one of the fortunate patients who caught the disease quickly and credited her doctors and family for supporting her through the process. An example of solidarity she applied to our current times. Which, that's great. Guys, remember, if you feel something wrong or your doctor says something wrong and you need to follow up with something, get it checked. Like, seriously, glad she's doing well. Zendaya and Tom Holland are still going strong as they attended a wedding together. Almost, they've been together for almost two months now and their romances have plenty of PDA. 
all the media outlets have it. It's insane. I mean, come on now. It's Tom Holland. It's Spider-Man. Like, and it's Zendaya. Let's be real here now. So their off-screen relationship is taken to new heights when they attend a wedding, which was in July. I know. I know. I know it's like been a while, but you know, this is finally getting out probably because the new Spider-Man No Way Home trailer was coming out last night, which I'm going to get to later. So we're not going to get into that. So nice to know that they're really getting into things. Anyway, I think that's enough for celebrity. We have too much to get into. So let's do that. Okay, guys, I don't know about you, but I'm super close with my family. When I say close, like super close, like they know my bowel movements because I tell them. Yeah, I'm a little outrageous like that. But... I will say setting boundaries is one of the hardest things that you can do with a family, especially if you're, you are a part of a family of color, like Latina family, Latino families, black families, Asian families, Indian families, Hindu family, like all of them so close knit. It's hard. Many families face a lot of stress when adjusting to life when coming to the U.S. But even if you're born here with home based establishment, a lot of us become translators from Spanish to English and grew up way faster than the average child. Because you have to repeat government documents and like you're you learn more about the government system through English to Spanish versus your ABCs really growing up. I am fortunate to where, well, I'm both it's both a cursing and a blessing. Like I never had to translate for my family, but on the opposite on the opposite side, I don't really know Spanish. Yes, I know. I'm a Latina who doesn't really, really know Spanish. But like I said, if you're new to this, don't get it twisted. I know what you're saying about me. I just really can't respond to you. So let's put that in check. No, but what I'm saying is Latin families and families of colors are so close knit. It removes boundaries as each other is dependent from one another in some form, whether that's translating, whether that's a form of finance, whether that's just doing daily chores. It's crazy. What I will say is for my white friends, some of y'all do have boundary issues with your families, but this is a different kind of scale. So just know I'm not disregarding what you go through, but being a person of color (laughs) and their families and having no boundaries, it's a totally different ballpark. I think what we can all agree on though, is now that we're older ish, is that this cannot be healthy, whether you're in therapy or not, this cannot be healthy health healthy healthy at all or and helpful we feel like we're obligated to help and support our families in the words of my grandfather who's going to bury you not your friends talk about a guilt trip right there constantly always said this is manifested in daily chores tasks but also in our own personal lives oftentimes it impacts us tremendously Oftentimes, you end up wanting to help out your mom, your grandparents, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, and you will rearrange your entire daily schedule to help them no matter what the cost is to you. Do you remember thinking about going away for college and then you're thinking about your family? How far can I move or how close can I stay? How about where you will live if you didn't go to college or even after you were at college? What kind of job you will have or dating. My God, that was the worst for me. Wondering what your family will say about whomever you're seeing, which is the whole reason why nobody ever knew who I was really dating. It was always kept a secret. And if I mentioned them or if mentioned who I was going to date with, it was by their occupation, which there were plenty. Not, you know, we'll get into that in After Dark on another episode of Who Bells Dated. But (laughs) this also makes us forget our boundaries and never truly asking ourselves what makes us happy as we're always trying to please those people that brought us into this life or help us grow up. There's nothing wrong with it, but how much is too much? TBH, if it was up to our moms, we'd all be living at home. They'd cook dinner for you every night. If you're married or have someone you're seeing, if you had kids, but I mean, it's awesome. And I would never take that for granted in my life because, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. But where's your life? where is your purpose? I mean, we live for our family so much. You know, even I'm right now talking about it and I'm thinking about all the things in my life I've ever done from, you know, when I was in school to even when I got married the first time around to when I was single to even now, the things that I do to accommodate my family, which family, if you're listening, don't get me wrong. I love you guys to itsy bits and pieces, but like, when is it okay to start living your life? 
something I, hmm, not going to say I'm jealous of, but maybe a tad envious of when it comes to um, my husband's family. Love them to pieces as well, guys. What's going on? Love y'all. But they all have great boundaries. They're there for each other. Yes. But nobody is expecting anything from anybody or kind of guilt tripping you into doing something or not doing something for them. And I will say that's totally the opposite of my family from time to time. Although my mom has been trying to break that stereo, not stereotype, but generational trauma, if you will, <laughs> I guess if that's it's generational something. Okay, guys. But what I'm saying is like my mom's trying to break that. My grandparents, my grandmother, more fact, super horrible at that. She'll guilt trip you into anything and hold anything above your head. And it's just how they were raised and it transitions into how they raise their kids, how they interact with their grandkids and whatever. So I'm proud of my mom for trying to break that and really like let us leave our lives. But still, like, at least for me, that's why I never moved away from my family. I'm always literally 30 minutes or less away from them. I digress. I got my own issues, obviously. But when is it okay for you to live your own rules and live your life on your own terms? Have you ever really thought about that? It's really crazy to think about. Think about waking up in the morning, not check checking in on your mom, not, you know, being able to go to work being able to go out, do whatever you want. Okay, we're going to talk about non-pandemic times, okay? <laughs> like normal life. Um, being able to go out, being able to travel, being able to date whoever you want to date and not worry about the repercussions of anything from your family, whether, oh, I got to go make sure this is done or my mom's expecting me to go do this or so-and-so sister's coming in, I have to be there or, oh, I got to babysit so-and-so's child. Fuck them kids. Just kidding. But fuck them kids. They ain't yours. Uh <laughs> I'm so mean. Guys, it's a bumpy road when it comes to Latin families. Setting these boundaries aren't easy. Not by a long shot. Shit. Our families do play such an important role for us daily. Like, I know we wouldn't be the person that we are today, trauma or not, without our families. Like, throughout, if you want to say it's an inconvenience, if you want to say that, Throughout the inconvenience, you have so many great times, so many great memories, so many laughs and so much love and so much culture there. But setting these boundaries is very important for your own mental health and just for you as a person, because unfortunately, we all die. And once people start going, what do you do? What what are you going to fill your time with? You know, and at that time, we're going to be older. We're not going to really know how to navigate life if you think about it. I mean, crap, I end up talking about stuff like this in therapy. Like, oh, my God, what if so-and-so passes? What am I going to do? How is this going to affect me? What's what's next? What do, what do I do with my time here? Or, you know, so that's a whole issue. But like I said, before we get too deep, because that's way too deep, um, Let's talk about how we can do these things because look here, I don't got all the answers and I hope you have some answers that I don't have and (laughs) I would love to hear them. So let's start off on the easiest part or the hardest part, communicating with your parents. It seems pretty straightforward, but it's very, very much so hard to do. You know, someone's going to cry. Someone's going to say you're acting better than them. Something like, oh, muy, muy. Someone will say you don't care about your family. You're selfish. You only think about yourself. I say these from experience because hello. Hi, I'm Beau. Uh, <laughs> but regardless of what they say, you need to let your family know. Your parents mostly is just, hey, I love you guys. I will do anything for you guys, but I need space. I need to be able to live my own life, whether that's moving out, whether that is taking a job somewhere else. You don't necessarily have to be leaving the state. You can just be moving to another city. Um, This goes into wanting to start like your own business, which we'll get into a little later on. Um, 
wanting to do your passions, setting boundaries is so important. So whatever you need to say to your parents, even if you need to draft it up in a note on your phone and tell them, hey, I need to tell you some things, but I'm going to read it because I wrote it down and I don't want it to get misconstrued or forget anything. And then after that, just say no. Saying no is so powerful. And I will say that I learned this years ago and it's still a work in progress for me is that saying no to family. And it's so, so hard to say no to family. So oftentimes I do say no as a joke to get them one used to me telling them no, but then also me being able to say no. So oftentimes they'll be like, hey, can you help me with this? And I'm like, no, but I smile about it because I am going to help them with it. And they know it's a joking matter. But when I say no in, you know, real terms, they totally get it. It's not a thing. There's no conflict. That's just me. If you know me or if you've gotten a little hint of me throughout this podcast in life, I guess you will know that I am very much so a fun, joking person. Speak about the machismo. Look at your family dynamic. I know in my family, when it comes to my grandparents, especially my grandmother, all the men in my family are on a higher level than the women, which, oh, guys, y'all don't even understand how I'm trying to break that generational trauma, misogyny, whatever you fuck you want to call it. Whew, that's a work in progress right there, guys. And I'll follow up with you on that. But Look at the family dynamics and look at how the men are praised. And if it's not sitting right with you, odds are it's probably not. Um, Speak on it. Let them know. I mean, that hurts us just as much as the next person. And our feelings are 1000% valid. And men, I'm sorry. I know y'all be getting everything from grandma, from your mom, from your aunts, whatever. But nah, you need to understand or at least feel some kind of sympathy like, were put on the back burner and literally still treated like Latinas back in the 20s. Okay, not cool. But also on the brighter side of things, let's go to the sunshine part of this stuff. Give yourself some grace. It's going to be hard. You're going to cry. But allow yourself to have that grace. Allow yourself to have that time, that period of, (sighs) I did it. I said what I needed to say, or I'm going to do what I want to do. Um, I know I'm not saying abandon your family. Okay, guys, let's be real. We're never going to abandon our families like that. That's that's not what we do. That's not how we are. But we do need to be able to live our own lives. So with that being said, if your mom expects you to be over every night for dinner, you're like, you know, what? I can come over two nights. I can't, you know, if she wants you to go take her every single store. Be like, hey. I could designate this day, that day, or part of this day, whatever it is that's convenient for your schedule to take her wherever she needs to go. If your dad needs help doing something, hey, dad, I'm kind of busy today. Even if it's a rest day for you, okay, because you need rest. Be like, hey, pops, I can help you with this um, after this time or on this day. Um, I have some stuff already um, that I have to do. Don't forget about yourself. It's very hard, especially when, you know, in our families, it's not easy. Yes, I know you're going to be like, well, really, this is like nonsense you're talking because it's totally not seeable. It's not actionable. I can't do this. I know that setting boundaries is going to be seen as a total disrespect, total disrespect. Trust me, I've been there. I, I, uh, apparently disrespect the family multiple times, but am I still here? Yes. Do they still love me? They have to. (laughs) Do they cast me out? Do they ban me away, banish me? No, they don't. They accept it over time when they get over their own pride issue. I don't know if it's more so of a pride issue or that we're growing up. Who knows? People are weird. And like I said, I know boundary building doesn't have to be or it's not easy, but it doesn't have to be a foreign concept. And I know that's what's going to seem like when you do address issues. We run our lives constantly putting our family's needs before our own because this is how a lot of us were raised. Just saying, guys, I'm just saying. Think about it again. I'm gonna really trying to get to you guys <laughs> if you're listening. And if 
you're like, hi, this doesn't relate to me. But how many times have you heard about a young woman pursuing a career just because that's what was expected of her or talking too much or taking too much time off of school to take care of sick relatives? How about having a Catholic wedding just to pledge their, their religious mom or grandma? It happens way too often. It happens way too often. So for this, I'll leave you with this. Remember, no is a complete motherfucking sentence. Set your boundaries and be unapologetic about that shit. But be polite because they are our parents. Okay, guys. All right, guys, it's time to get into what I'm watching. And first off, let me just tell you, I went to the movies and saw Free Guy, the new movie with Ryan Reynolds. And it was hilarious. It was funny. I can't give any spoilers to it on who was in it. But let me just tell you, your girl was like very, very happy at the end. Um, So yeah, recommend go seeing it. It's in theaters only. It's not out right now for streaming. So check it out. Go see it. Very much so recommend it. It's a good laugh. Trust me. It'll get you out of everything happening in the world. But what I am watching right now currently is on Netflix. It's a new series called Cooking with Paris. And it's no secret that I love Paris Hilton. I have loved Paris Hilton since a simple life. Since way back then, Confessions of a <laughs> Heiress I had her book. Embarrassing, perhaps. Do I care? No. Anyway, Cooking with Paris has one season on there and it has a with anyone can cook attitude. Paris Hilton adds her own flair to every dish. Fun is just one edible glitter bomb away from this unique cooking show. She has other celebrities on there, which also help her cook. It's actually funny, a little mindless, but takes you out of the normal hustle and bustle of what's going on right now in the world. So I recommend it. I like it. I actually think I'm going to do some of her recipes because I'm here for it. And also I want to make a recipe book like hers. Like it's all bedazzled and pink and glittered. Anyway, guys, that's for arts and crafts time. Something else I'm watching is on Disney Plus from Marvel Studios. What if guys, I was actually two episodes late on this and I'm enjoying it. Um, actually, I didn't know. And it sounded like Chris Evans in the first one. I thought it was Chris Evans. So I got all happy, even though it was like a animated series. And it wasn't. I had to Google it. It was not only because of scheduling conflicts. So I wonder what my man be working on because hmm, let me know. Anyway, if you're not familiar with it, what if flips the script on the Marvel comic universe, reimagining famous events from the films in unexpected ways? It came out August 11th, and it's been Marvel's first animated series focusing on the heroes of the MCU, featuring a voice to cast that includes a host of stars who reprise their roles. And in the second episode, actually, T'Challa is played by Chadwick, rest in peace, Chadwick, um, which was great. And I also found that episode extremely interesting for a lot of the other characters that are in there. Anyways, guys, that is what I've been watching and what I watched at the movies recently, too. Um, I feel like I give you a lot of what I've been watching. So I want to kind of try and slow it down into some like good things. Although I got some things I got. So I still haven't seen Aretha, guys. Like that's a whole nother thing. <gasps> but before I continue, guess what? just dropped two nights ago and I shared it on my personal Instagram and it shared on my podcast Instagram sorry guys Marvel's Spider-Man or Sony's Marvel Sony whatever anyway Spider-Man No Way Home it was giving me everything I fucking needed everything I needed if you're not here for it or haven't not here for it if you're not here from it bye Felicia but if you haven't heard about it or heard the trailer it's a it's called a teaser trailer so whatever i'm here for it still it got leaked out actually sunday and now they had to release it so <laughs> take a listen and that's what we're watching and we can't wait for december 4 oh look at this this is a good one some suggest that parker's powers include the male spider's ability to hypnotize females Stop, come on. <laughs> yes, my spider lord. <laughs> Can we just like stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is in fact Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? 
now that everybody knows, you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. And how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. So, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Steven. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. When Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. The entire world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Wait, everyone? Can't some people still know? That's not how the spell works. So MJ's gonna forget about everything we've ever been through? Stop tampering with the spell. Oh my god, Ned, he's my best friend. Oh, my Aunt May should really Stop know. talking. We tampered with the stability of space-time. The multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. The problem is you trying to live two different lives. The longer you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. <laughs> you wish for Parker hello Peter all right guys so here's the next part that actually ties into a little bit of family boundaries is failures when do you know when to give up? How to accept failure? It's something that's not very easy to do. And especially coming from a family of color, you don't want to fail because it feels like an embarrassment. And as you've let not only yourself down, but your family down as well. I have been accustomed to that all too many times. And it sucks, especially because when you do have family that tells you that you embarrass them and things of that nature, it really, really hurts you down to the core. And that's just things that you end up in therapy about later. But what I will say, there's so many great stories of persistence from J.K. Rowling living on welfare while writing Harry Potter to Thomas Edison and his team attempting thousands of different materials before finding the one for the light bulbs. Many people didn't think they were going to go anywhere. But hello, flip your switch, you got light. Hello, go watch the damn Harry Potter series go read the books like they're there they did it right and that's amazing but how many times do you think they gave up or that they thought about giving up or that they sat there probably sobbing crying and crying and crying into their hands thinking this is never going to work or it's never going to happen for me I'm sure they had their moments too just like the rest of us I will say it's easy to get caught up in the winds, especially if there isn't any kind of hard work needed to be done. Doesn't make it any doesn't make it any less worthy, but it is guaranteed with a little effort. Once you pass those comes the hard parts, and this is where you need persistence, vision, and drive. This is when you start seeing the big rewards. I can speak from personal experience on venturing into many, many things and them just not working out and having to give up on it. Whether it was music, I will say that was something I was extremely passionate about and wish I could have gone further in. But over time, um, I learned I wasn't able to anymore. Um, one, because, <laughs> well, here comes something that nobody ever knows about, doesn't really know about. Um there's two reasons. The first reason was I had actually slowed down in singing in my music career because I would sing and somebody very close to me had really just told me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> and they were tired of me singing all the time. Um, after that, I literally never wanted to sing again. Um, 
only by myself in my car, in the shower. Um, that's why I don't even do karaoke. Um, karaoke is fun, but if I do it, I'm not going to give anything my all. I'm not going to try. I'm, I'm just not like that person forever ruined that for me in all honesty. Um, and then the second part is after having my, um, or discovering my first tumor. Um, if you're new to this, I have a pituitary tumor. I'm on my third one. But after discovering my first one, I learned that it affect my voice. So there are times where my voice isn't as great as it should be. And I probably could take singing lessons and do all that. But I honestly just don't even have that drive anymore. Like I, re- I just don't, um, maybe something someday will push me. I don't know what it is, but so for that reason, I gave up and I failed. I failed because I gave up and I gave up because I let what somebody said get to me hard and because of medical reason <laughs> that I felt like I couldn't get over. So two things, one's on me, one's on someone else, but Hey, I'm not here to play the blame game right now. We can get into that later. Um, on a deeper discussion but what I will say is giving up is very easy what obviously I know that when you have to work extremely hard at something and let's just say you're working on something for months and months and six months to a year passes and you feel like you're still in the same spot you're still stuck in the same rut have you exhausted all your resources have you pitched different ideas and bounce them off of a friend, a family member, somebody that's really close to you that you value their opinions in and knows they're not going to steer you wrong because they believe in you and trust your vision and what you're trying to do. You know, there's been times where I had looked at this podcast, even from the very beginning, I looked at this podcast when Claudia and I started together and I wondered how far is this going to go? Where is this going to take us? Claudia and I had big dreams for this podcast, like real big dreams for this podcast. Um, I never gave up those dreams for this podcast. Um, There was a certain point in time where I did give up on those dreams for us together on this podcast. And I mean, who, no telling where we would have been if we both would have had the same amount of drive and determination and, you know, give it your all. Um, When we did separate the podcast, I... I was just going to, I honestly wanted to just stop. I thought about just stopping the podcast altogether and not continuing it because what we had built was solely around us as sisters, um, which hence the name Sis Stop is everywhere. And that's just something that we both came to together. And I thought that was just amazing. And I mean, come on, we're always like, Sis, stop, seriously. (laughs) But I did, I wasn't going to continue this podcast much longer, TBH. And here I am a year later, still grinding on this podcast. And now I have a little shop and now I'm going to start a boutique and I am making these connections and these meetings with, you know, people and who knows where this is going to lead to one day, if anything, but I'm never going to stop giving it my all. You know, if one day something happens and this does end, um, I will tell you one thing. It's not going to be because I give up. You got to have drive, guys, passion and love. But I digressed and I told you a little bit about me and my story. Failing to quit is failure to learn. Before we throw in the towel, we need to literally fail, fail and learn from it. Sometimes your ideas and your visions don't match reality. What you're doing is isn't going to work and staying stubbornly in the same direction can cost you more than pride. Example, if you're pouring in hundreds and thousands of dollars into something and it's not catching, it's not picking up, you need to reevaluate and see how you can transition to it, uh, transition it into profitable or something that is going to work for you, whatever your dynamic is whether that is starting a fitness business, whether that is operating your own podcast, opening your own store, um, any service that you want to offer, baking, cooking, being a creative, offering lessons of some sort, even if it's just creating a TikTok channel, a YouTube channel, you know, if you want to become an influencer, and hey, 
no hate, no shame, no pink lemonade. Do what you do. But there's a time and a place and you can really judge it if how you can continue it. So there was an article on Bustle that I thought it was interesting. And it was it's called eight times that giving up might actually be a good thing. And one of those things it said was when you know in your heart that it's not going to work out. And that's the painful truth. Sometimes dreams don't come true out of it. That doesn't mean that was our only dream. You know, you have many dreams. I have many dreams. There's so much going on in this nugget. Another was when you don't want the thing or person anymore. Now, look, giving up goes far into more things than just operating businesses, you know, turning your hobby into your career, but it also goes into relationships and people. And sometimes people have their expiration dates with us in lives. I've said it before many times when I did talk about when I do talk about past friendships and um, more recently, you know, over maybe a year and a half ago now or almost two years now, I had a friend that I was friends with for a year. But apparently the friendship seems to expire at a certain point for who knows what reasons in TVH. We have no fucking clue, but there comes a time and you just don't want that thing or person anymore. And that's okay. It's okay. Take some time to think about yourself for now. So if you don't want to start the business, you don't want to be with a friend, you don't want to be dating whoever you're dating, take the time and think about it. Another thing it said was when pursuing your goals, when pursuing your goal is making you really, really unhappy. Guys, if I woke up day after day unhappy to talk to people about the podcast, to actually get up and record this podcast, to create the graphics, to um, go to Dallas, to go do things, to travel for this podcast or for the boutiques and stuff, like I wouldn't be doing it because while you have something to occupy your time, it doesn't make, it, it wouldn't be making you happy. It's literally work. No one wants to do all that. Number four, when the only reason you haven't quit already is because you're worried about what other people will think. Look, I learned this, um, actually this, well, it was presented to me differently. So I already kind of knew this, but it was presented to me differently as having your own personal board of directors. What that means is having your best friends, your family, whoever you consider close to you that will give you the God honest truth and supports you no matter what. When you have those people in your life and you're able to check in with them and say, hey, does this look like a good idea? Does it, What do you think about this or that? Whatever it is you're doing or going to be pursuing, you know, see, getting their valued opinion is what means the most, right? And they're going to be completely honest and let you know if it's going to work or if it's going to, or if it's not. But at the same time, you want to ensure and make sure that you aren't worried about what other people are going to think about you, about what you're doing, whether it's the person you're with, whether it's about a business idea you want to do, whether it's about a career move you're making, have your own personal board of directors. I see my personal board of directors as my sisters, my husband, my two best friends. Sometimes my mom's just depends on what mood I'm in. But (laughs) and I have like, maybe, you know what? I've never really called them my best friends, but they're like kind of my best friends. So I have like a total aside from my other two. I have like three more other best friends and asking them what they think about something and getting their opinion and advice means the world to me. And I think as long as your personal board of directors, as long as those people are somebody that's near and dear to your heart, I don't think you're going to have to worry about what they think if you quit or fail something. If anything, they're going to be your support system to bring you up and help you get out of your funk and really drive it home to like, you know what? That's okay that this didn't work out. What's your next move? They're not going to kick a horse while it's down. (laughs) You know what I mean? And five, when the only reason you're sticking with it is because you don't know who you are without it or a person. Guys, It's so important to have your own identity aside from who you're with and your business, career, whatever it is. Like you need to know who you are and have your own identity after that. I have no problem being known as, hey, I'm Belle from What the Bell. 
But also, I'm Belle. You know who the fuck I am. Like, I'm that bitch. And I want you to be that bitch. I want <laughs> I want you to be able to be known for who you are, you know? So whether, let's just say, for some reason, my podcast fails, the boutique fails, my, shop, my shirt shop fails. Okay, cool. You don't know me just from that. If you put my name together with it, you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, that's Belle from all this shit that failed. No, that's Belle. That's that bitch. She wild. She'll do some shit. Like, <laughs> you know. Six, when pursuing this path or staying with this person, it's preventing you from going down a road that would make you happier. Now, look, if for some odd reason, any of this was stopping me from the things that make me happy in life, like my dog, Adam, traveling, if it was affecting my life in a negative way to where I couldn't be happy and pursue anything else, then something has to give. And it wouldn't be my relationships, okay? Like that. Because <laughs> they're not holding me back. So make sure that you are 100% happy. Your passion, whatever it is, whether person, place, thing, whatever it is, should not be making you depressed and sad. And it shouldn't seem like work is what I'm trying to say. There's a fucking phrase to say it, but I can't. I It just will not come to my mind right now seven when your inability to accomplish your goal is making you hate yourself so I see this actually a lot with people who work out a lot or wanting to live a fitter lifestyle which is not an issue but when you don't accomplish your goal in a week in a month in three months in six months and you end up hating yourself or start talking shit into yourself that's sad. I've done it many times to myself. I'm not going to lie and sit here on a fucking high horse. No. What I will say is you're working on you. You're doing far more than somebody sitting on a couch or somebody eating McDonald's every hour on the hour. You know what I mean? So please, I've always said this and I will maintain this in the podcast at all times. Take your time. And don't hate yourself. It's the hardest thing. Get in that mirror and say those damn affirmations again. Tell your body something that you love about itself. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you're that boss bitch. Tell yourself you are that business owner. You are that podcast host. You are a fitness guru. You are the best damn baker that have ever set their hands in a kitchen. Let them know you're the best tech bitch there is. Let them know you're the best software developer. Whatever it is, you're the best mechanic. I don't care if you're over here. Hey, I want to be a personal shopper. Bitch, you're the best personal shopper I've seen. You want to be an interior designer. You're the best interior designer I've seen. Come on now. We need to really step it up. And eight, when the idea of giving up floods you with relief. Now, guys, if you're really sitting there thinking like, oh, my God, like if I just gave up. I would be happy, then just give up. (laughs) I hate to say it, but just give up. If it's causing you so much detrimental pain to your health, both mental and physical, just give up. Nobody said you had to stop or never return to it. But give up. You know, this is why I say that taking breaks when things is necessary, except for people. If you don't want to be with somebody, don't be with them. And if they're making you unhappy or putting hands on you, you need to leave them because it's unhealthy for you, both physical and mentally. But when it because I don't believe in breaks in relationships either. It's like we're together or we're not like that's a whole thing. We can get on this whole Ross and Rachel thing anyway, because I believe that's the dumbest motherfucking shit I've ever heard. But (laughs) what I'm saying is. If you feel like you need to give up. Because it's going to give you so much more happiness than give up. If you think you need to take a pause and take a step back, do it. Reevaluate it. See what you need to do. Now, I know this thing was said eight good times when it is time to quit. And I know I don't want you guys to quit anything y'all do at all. I mean, well, not at all. Unless it doesn't give you happiness, then you got to fucking quit it. But. <laughs> I will say this, whoever said quitters never win is obviously unfamiliar with the superpower of giving up. 
when you've exhausted everything you've tried to do to revive a relationship or um, a passion in your life and it's just not coming to, you'll know deep in your heart when it's time to give up. Trust me, you will. Sometimes what we have to give up only leads us to something greater. It's like the saying, when one door closes, another opens, right? So think about it that way. Still, be kind to yourself. It's not easy to quit and allow yourself to also grieve those moments because it's not easy. It's not easy at all. A lot of times people question, why is it important to accept failure? This doesn't mean you should expect to fail, but when something happens, accept it. There's a value in failure. Although failure will get you to know yourself better and you will learn from your mistake, failures make us rethink, reconsider, and find new ways and strategies to achieve our goals. Just because you give up on one thing doesn't mean that that's going to be your end game. Trust. Guys, y'all saw end game. You saw what happened with Iron Man. You saw what happened with Doctor Strange. This ain't a spoiler alert. They made it happen, okay? (laughs) So... Well, yes, I don't want you to fail. It is important to fail and it's important to accept it. And now out of order, because usually I have it after this and I thought that this was going to be kind of a deeper ish topic. Um, Not so fun. It's time for a joke time or 10 second laughs. What did I call it? I don't remember. Today, a man knocked on my door and asked me for a small donation towards the local swimming pool. I gave him a glass of water. You get it? Like, he has to wear a donut. Okay, maybe that wasn't the funniest. Okay, That's what y'all getting. So, <laughs> guys, I can't believe I talked so long. Um, I normally like to keep this to at least 30 minutes because it's just me. And who needs to hear me talk that long other than my husband, who is forced to do that on the daily. Um, <laughs> that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And thank you to all my little listeners who are here. Welcome. Bienvenidos. Um, that's all I know how to say. Uh, (laughs) what I got planned for the rest of the week is being in Dallas, um, working on boutique stuff. Be sure to watch the Instagrams because I will be sharing different things from there, both on my personal at Yo Soy Bella and also on the podcast, um, WTB pod. Um, if you're not following us on Facebook, please make sure you're doing that. And yeah, let me know what you think about giving up about failing failing, failing, failing. Guys, I'm talking too much that I can't even talk right now. This is insane. Anyways, guys, I got to get ready to go to therapy. Yes, it's one of them sessions today. Anyway, guys, I hope you have a great rest of the week. Until we talk next week, maybe I'll have some Dallas drama for you guys. Who knows? Ooh, shit. (laughs) Okay, guys, see you later. Bye. Hey guys, the fun doesn't stop here. Make sure you're following us at the link in the bio. And yes, we are on all the things.